0: This is an encore edition of the Hour of Intercession. anything but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with. First, in the book of 1 John chapter 1, uh, beginning at verse 8. First John chapter 1, starting at verse 8. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Again, First John chapter 1, verses 8 through 10. Then looking in the Old Testament, the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 1, beginning at verse 15. Then the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives of whom the name of one was Shipra and the name of the other poor. And he said, when you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stools, if it is a son, then you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God. And did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this thing and saved the male children alive? And the midwives said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are lively and give birth before the midwives come to them. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. So it was because the midwives feared God that he provided households for them. So Pharaoh commanded all his people, saying, Every son who is born you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. Then Exodus chapter 2. And a man of the house of Levi went and took as wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, She hid him three months, but when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him, daubed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it, And when she opened it, she saw the child and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse him for me. And I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. And the child grew and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter. And he became her son. So she called his name Moses saying. Because I drew him out of the water. Verses 1 through 10 Exodus chapter 2. Father we thank you once again for the wonderful counsel. The wonderful counsel and wisdom of your word. Thank you for the fact that your word guides us, molds us, shapes us. Your word helps us discern what's right, what's wrong, what honors you and what doesn't honor you. Thank you, Lord, also for the fact that your word amongst other things is a word of life that teaches us the value of life and the importance of us standing for life. Thank you for the example of these many courageous women in these two in these few passages, Shipra and Puah and also Jochebed, Moses' mother. Moses' sister, Miriam, and even Pharaoh's daughter, all of which you used to save a precious little baby boy named Moses. What a privilege it is for us to be vessels that you can use to help save precious children today in a world that too often is trying to rid us of beautiful boys and girls. Stir us to be the courageous church you would have us to be today and more and more in the future. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer. Father, we come to lift high your name, to glorify your name. Father, we praise you. We thank you so much for your kindness to us, the mercy that we wake up to every morning because of your uh, mercy toward us. Father, you are such a good God. We praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. Uh, we're blessed and honored today to have as our phone guest today Dr. Vita Mall. She is uh, an author, she's a courageous voice for life, and she actually wears quite a few different hats. And so we're honored to have her as our guest today. Uh, Vita, how are you today? Oh, I'm blessed.
1: Uh, thank you. I'm um, truly. I'm truly privileged to be here, and thank you guys for inviting me uh, so I can share my testimony and and to share a few words of wisdom to the audience.
0: Well, we really appreciate you being with us today, and uh, in just a moment I'm going to ask if you'll uh, dive right into sharing your testimony, though. But before we do, I want to mention to our uh, listeners... You are the author of a book entitled Stolen Voices, Speaking for the Ones in the Womb. And amongst other things, it's a book that does contain, I guess, what you could call just bold pro-life poetry. So as we start off, I'm going to ask if you'll share uh, one of the poems or the pro- prose from your book. And then we want to get into you okay. sharing your testimony, your story.
1: Okay. Um, this, the first, uh, the title of this poem was Stolen Voices. This is the first... Um, Word that God gave me um, for the book, and that's how I titled the book, Stolen Voices. Uh, And um, that was the first piece I wrote in 2008. Um, It starts like this. um, Lord, society said abortion is a woman's choice. What happens to the little stolen voice? Who will cry out for them and who will lament? For For they've lost their lives without consent. My dearest mother, if only you knew how much I love and have truly missed you. I never know. I will never know and see your beautiful face. My life was taken, and now it's too late. I've met a friend who has taken me up in his loving hands the day I was forsaken and aborted from his divine plan. I will never cry for my voice was prematurely stole, stolen. I was left torn in pieces for my bones have been broken. I will always live in your heart, remember my still voice, for I have lost my life without a choice. And the scripture that goes to this um, in the book is Proverbs 31, 8. Open your mouth on behalf of those unable to speak for the legal rights of all the dying.
0: All right. Beautiful poem. Beautiful. Very much. So thank you for sharing. And again, the, the that's the title of that particular poem. And of course, the your book itself carries the same title, Stolen Voices, Speaking for the Ones in the Womb. And I'm, I think I'm correct. Basically, to a great extent, yes. some of the poems are speaking from the perspective of the baby, her or his self, correct?
1: Yes, yes. Majority of them are um, are, uh, are prophetic voices that God has given the baby a chance to speak uh, and tell their stories and just cry out to their mothers for help um, so they won't get aborted. And some of them have already been um, aborted and they're speaking on the behalf of you know for those that you know that w- that will live on or the ones that they're trying to um, stand in the gap for right and there is a chapter there's a part in the book that also um, helps women heal from abortion who had past abortions also mm-hmm
0: okay well and of course if someone in, in the course of the broadcast will share again but if someone who's listening would like to get a copy of your book, stolen voices, speaking for the ones in the womb. How could they do that?
1: Um, they can go on my website, stolenvoices.net, um, and also um, I'm on Lulu and Amazon. Mm-hmm. And also, you can also email me. Uh, but most, the, the best um, thing is to go on the website, stolenvoices.net. It tells you about the book and it tells you about um, the ministry. Um, you know that I have. You know, speaking for the voiceless and standing in the back for their lives.
0: Okay, then. All right. Well, at this time, I'm going to invite you just to go right ahead and just share your journey.
1: Okay. um, it, my, my journey is um, is really, um, you know, I, I identify, I can identify with many women um, that are, um, you know, that have had abortion and contemplated an abortion uh, because my um, journey started very young. But Um, this is how I, how I got into the pro-life movement. Um, The Lord actually commissioned and chosen me for this, um, for this mission. In 2008, um, I was watching, um, you know, God led me to YouTube uh, and I was watching, for some reason, I I saw an abortion on, on, on television, on a YouTube channel. At that time, you know, YouTube was like, not as, Uh, censored and filtered out as it is you know in this modern time Mm -hmm. so they had they had a lot of other things that were on there that um they no longer show but um i heard as after i finished watching this abortion i heard god um i heard god speak to my heart and i heard the voices of babies crying um and these were babies that were killed from abortions, and um and, and and I started to cry. I started to lament because it started to like you know really hit me hard that you know that what abortion is and what it looks like and um, and that's when I I started. God commissioned me to start speaking for the children in the womb, and I and I penned my first piece, Stolen Voices. And from then on, it's like I've, I've you know he started giving me more and more. Um, things to, um, you know to write, and 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 throughout the years, I started compiling all these uh, pieces together. And um, so the 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 purpose of me doing this is because I I mean I've had abortions in the past, um, and, and several abortions. And my first abortion was when I was 14, and uh, my family member I'm not going to disclose who they are. They thought that they were making the right decision for me. So they took me um, to get an abortion um, at the age of 14, and I it was just a terrible experience. Um, to this day, I could still remember um, what it felt like um, and the the pain that it was that it has that it caused me at that time. You know, I felt like, you know, I I I was they thought they had heavily sedated me, and I was actually half half awake, and I felt the pressure and I heard like the suction machine and. And it was just a, it was a devastating experience for me. Um, and, you know, from then on, it opened doors um, to other abortions because, um, you know, once the enemy has like a, a any kind of open gap to, or, you know, any kind of open door to your life, you know, he he brings back the same thing. So um, I, I was in a, uh, an abusive relationship at age of um, 16 and. Um, so I, I was, that was my son's father, and I had two other abortions um, at the age of 17 the same year, mm-hmm. and um, because I just didn't, didn't know how to continue that relationship with children because, you know, being that I was in abuse, um, I was in an abusive situation, I thought it was the best thing for me to have an abortion. Uh, and. By the the turning point for me, with the end of all these abortion cycle, was when I was, um, I found myself at the age of of twenty, I think twenty twenty one, and I thought I, this guy really truly loved me. Um, he promised to marry me, and I found myself pregnant for him, and he coerced me into getting an abortion. And I didn't really want to get an abortion. I really I felt like at that point it was just enough is enough. I already had three abortions and I'm like, I don't want to do this. And he, you know, he coerced me and lied to me. And and I remember after I had the abortion, we took the train. I was living in New York City because I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. And he, um, you know, he said, oh, I'll call you later. And you Rita, know, I'm going to have that,
0: to I'm going to have to jump in here. We're gonna, we can pick up right there on the other side of the break. Our phone guest today is Dr. Vita Mall. She's the author of Stolen Voices, Speaking for the Ones in the Womb. We'll be right back. Music of Planet Shakers with only way remind us, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation and eternal life. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is Dr. Vita Mall. She's the author of the book, Stolen Voices, Speaking for the Ones in the Womb. Uh, Vita, if you'll pick up where you left off before the break, please. Yeah. Um, what I was
1: saying is... Um that, uh you know I was just talking about the, my past abortions and the turning point of my life when i and the lord when I said enough is enough um so uh the, the i was i was talking about the last abortion that I had at the age of 21 uh i was i had finished graduating college um i was already um i already had um two children uh, I had my son at 16 and I had my daughter when i was 20. And um, I found myself in, a, in this uh, unfortunate situation where, um, you know, I emotionally involved with another, with a man that, you know, promised to marry me. And I found myself pregnant uh, for him. And he, um, you know, obviously didn't want to have a, a child with me. So he took me uh, to an abortion clinic um, where I felt like I was coerced. Into having this abortion, and I felt I was left, felt you know, feeling empty. Um, because after I had this abortion, um, he never contacted me again, and I fell into this deep depression. Um, I mean, I thought like my life was over, and I cried. And I mean, I, I have lo- I lost so much weight, and it's at that time where I was like, I, I'm not going to ever do this to myself again, I'm not going to ever. Um, you know, take another life. Uh, it was then, and, after, and then I, that I, 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 finally, you know, cried, and I said, God, you know what? Um, I didn't, even, I wasn't saved then, but I still always had a connection with God, and I said, Lord, if, if, um, you know, you send me my husband, I promise, I'm not gonna ever like, I'm not gonna have sex before marriage. I'm gonna keep myself. I'm gonna just hold out. Just you know, just um, you know you know, take over my life, change my life so I can stop this cycle. And, um, and I did, I did commit to that. And, um, I did get married, um, about, about a couple of years later. And, um, and, um, I, I was able to have, um, you know, God gave me, um, blessed me with four children, um, you know, restoration came. And the turning point of my life is in 2006 when I gave my life to Christ, um, and he put in my remembrance, um, you know, that I had four abortions, and I started to cry and cry, and I re- I repented for all those lives that I've taken, and I felt like a burden was lifted off of me, and he gave me a new beginning, um, and this is what led me to this ministry, um, you know, in 2008 after, um, you know, I started abort, uh, abortion on, on YouTube, and the Lord began to speak to me and began to give me, um, you know, uh, poetry and just different words of wisdom and began to um, just quicken me um, to fight for these babies. Um, I began to realize that, you know, that I'm not alone. There's a lot of women out there that had abortions that need healing, and there's women out there that need to hear um, my side of the story and to let them know that they don't have to c- kill their babies to to have a successful life or to go on to school because i was able to graduate from college uh, i'm a family nurse practitioner i have my doctor of nursing practice mm-hmm. um, i was a teen mom i graduated from high school when i was 17 i was able to start college um, at the age of 20 i mean at the age of 17 and you know graduate um, by the age of 20 um, i was able to you know um have a career and have everything that god has purpose for me and um and i didn't have to sacrifice any more children to achieve that i was still able to go on and 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 do what god called me to do mm-hmm. um and this is why i i'm 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 fighting for life this is why i'm fighting for the for the for the for um women mm-hmm. to realize that they can have everything that god has purpose for them without having to sacrifice their children on the altar of, 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 of convenience. Well, you know, um, Stolen Voices. It,
0: be, go, be, go ahead. Before we get into the book itself, would you take time now specifically to pray for uh, listeners? There may be uh, women listening who've been uh, maybe in the same place you were maybe before you, when you first had an abortion or at some point in time in the journey when you were going through those very difficult situations. But would you just pray for listeners that they would come to see that, again, there is forgiveness. You know, as the Word of God says If we in First John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. As you alluded to, there's such a need for ministering forgiveness to so many persons, women who've gone down the road of abortion and many times men who forced it, or paid for it or coerced it, you know? So would you take time now to pray for those individuals, whatever's on your heart specifically, to pray for them?
1: Okay. Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, for... um for for this day that you have made we will rejoice and be glad in it lord i just thank you oh god for everyone that is listening to on um, this broadcast i pray oh god that you will touch the hearts and father god that you will soften the heart and hearts of of mankind lord god and you will they, they will come to know you uh as who you are the lord and savior that we are we are experiencing in your glory and and experiencing the grace that you have given us so father god i thank you lord god for anyone that is contemplating for abortion right now or who've had abortion, that you, O God, that you will remind them that you are a healer, that there is nothing that you cannot, there is no sins that you cannot forgive, and there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Lord, I ask you to lift every heavy burden, O God, that you will give us rest, O God, that you will give them Father God, a uh, closure in the matter, Lord God, that you will soften the hearts and you will let them know that you they are forgiven, that you are you are the you are the hope of glory, Lord God. And I ask you, oh God, that you will fill the empty spaces in their hearts, oh God, and that you will, Father God, heal the wounds, oh God, that has been affected by abortion in the name of Jesus. Lord, I praise you, and I worship you, Lord God. I thank you for your healing power, your healing grace, oh God, that they will feel the heavy hearts that right now that those that have been experienced past abortions, that you will lift those burdens, oh God. You will know that they will see their children one day in glory. Hallelujah. Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, for what you are about to do in their lives, oh God, that you are giving them a new beginning, that you are giving them new hope, oh God, for their future, Lord God. That they will strive for those things that lies ahead of them and forget those things that were behind them. In in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you, Lord God, that your blood fill the streets, oh God, of our communities. And Father God, make atonement for those sins and for the blood that was, innocent blood that was shed in the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you, Lord God, that abortion will not only, hallelujah, be abolished, but I thank you, Lord, that abortion will become unthinkable. hallelujah, in this nation and throughout this world. Hallelujah. Lord, have your way in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Father, I do thank you for the opportunity for us to lift up individuals that have uh, been involved and gone down the road of abortion. Thank you for just the the wonderful way in which through as Vita shares her story of how that you forgave and restored her as well. You can forgive and restore any person listening as well. And Father, we pray specifically for men Reality is so many times men are the engines behind so many abortions, coercing it, paying for them, suggesting it, and sometimes just going even further than that, Lord. But also many parents out there have coerced abortions on daughters, granddaughters, and other individuals, Lord. Lord, all persons who have gone down that road, Lord, touch them. Help them to recognize, Lord, that you are God, that again, as you've told us, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Open their eyes and their hearts to see there is forgiveness. There is salvation in Christ Jesus. Even for many, many who have gone down that road, maybe many times, Lord, touch each of these individuals. Help them to repent. Help them to seek your forgiveness. Save them and help them to receive the forgiveness and healing that only Jesus provides. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is Dr. Vida Mall. She's the author of the book, Stolen Voices, Speaking for the Ones in the Womb. Uh, Well, so, Vida, once again, if someone, um, before you begin to share more about the book, if someone wants to get a copy of the book, share with them one more time how they can do that.
1: Okay, they can visit my website, um, stolenvoices.net. Um, they can also go on Amazon um, and Lulu. I, ha- I have copies of my book that they can purchase from there, also. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's StolenVoices dot net. That's my website, and they can get a, uh they can read my bio and uh, just different things that I put on the website.
0: Okay, All right. So you wanted to share more about and from the book, then is there, is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I wanted to just share, like you know, I already gave my a little bit of my testimony, um, my journey. Um, from, you know, being a very young, um, having abortion at a very young age, and how God, um, you know, still chose me um, and still called me and still, you know, healed me um, from all those past tra- traumatic experiences um, that I've had, um, that there's nothing that God cannot forgive us. Um, and this is the reason why um, I wrote the book from a place of love and from a place of heal you know, from a place of healing, Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to share, um, you know what God has done for me that He can do for others. You know, right. because God mm-hmm. is not a respecter of persons. Um, you know, as you can see, abortion is a big issue in this day and, um, and 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 well, women have to. You know, women need to know that you know there's other ways out. You know, without having to sacrifice your children, um, mm-hmm. because that's what the enemy does. He still kills and destroys, but. Jesus came to give life and he came to give it more abundant. And, um, and I'm, I'm, in the, I'm, I'm actually a testimony of what abundant life is because I'm here and I'm alive and I'm here and I can share, um, you know, how I've overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is the reason why, um, that I'm here and, and the reason why I, I love the ministry and what I do, uh, on a daily basis, because I don't fight for life just, um, through this book, I fight for life uh, on a daily basis. Um, I have a page on Instagram and on Facebook, um, Stolen Voices, and um, I advocate um, 365 days a year uh, for the children in the womb. Mm. Okay. And, um,
0: and, yeah. Well, again, we, we appreciate just the fact that by the grace of God, you are one more courageous voice that the Holy Spirit can use To speak truth about the reality of life in our culture, so, so, but were you going to go ahead and share some more of the poems from your book?
1: Yes, yes. Um, I I shared the first one, um, and one of the um, poems that I truly um, um, wanted to share is uh, is called "Ripped Apart." Um, It's uh, about um, a little baby that was being um, killed uh, right in front of a church um, and, um, and this is, and this is this, when God gave me this piece, it really touched my heart because you know we have abortion clinics right in our community. Some of them are, you know, in front of churches and um, some of them are, um, you know, located, you know, and then, and, and um, a lot of times, there's not a lot of advocacy going on from the church. So um, this was a way to try to reach out to the people in the church that we must do more for those babies um, and to to be a voice for the voiceless. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the title of the poem is um, called Ripped Apart. Help, I am being ripped apart in front of a church located on a busy street. They could not hear my silent cries as the doctor ripped my feet. No one took the time to stop my mommy as she opened the clinic door. I heard her crying this morning as she laid confused on the floor. If only they knew this would be my last day. Why did they not stop? Why did they not take the time to stop by and pray? No one remembered me as my body was ripped piece by piece. Did they not know that I was being killed across the street? Next time, next time you pass by, remember this was the this were, this was the place where I died. They told my mommy I was not a person and that I was not alive. Will you stop other mommies from killing babies like me? Will you continue to have your church service and be blinded to what you truly see? And the scripture that I have with that poem is Proverbs twenty four eleven. Rescue captives condemned to death, spare those staggering towards their slaughter.
0: All right. Powerful, very powerful. Uh, And we'll pick up right there on the other side. Our phone guest today is Dr. Vida Mall. She's the author of the book, Stolen Voices, Speaking for the Ones in the Womb. We'll be right back. Yeah. Protects me from my yeah. And you are You are my strength the
1: Strength of my life Yeah Whom shall I be afraid by my night. side I'm running
0: toward your face Music from the Walls group All praise goes to you. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Dr. Vida Mall. She's the author of the book, Stolen Voices, Speaking for the Ones in the Womb. And just before uh, Dr. Mall comes back, sharing from Luke chapter 10, beginning at verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, you've answered rightly, do this and you will live. But he wanting to justify himself said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper and said and gave them to the innkeeper and said to him, take care of him and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, he who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. Father, thank you, Lord, for the privilege, the honor, the blessing that is ours Being the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, your body in the world, the hands and feet of you, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Lord, touch us, Lord. Help us to repent as a church in so many instances when we've too often we've passed by on the other side. We've seen atrocities. We've seen terrible things taking place. and We've thought to ourselves sometimes, what a terrible thing. But we've not been the hands and feet of Jesus that you've called us to be. Lord, open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts to see, Lord, that we're here to represent your heart, your mind, your word. Stir us, Lord, to go and do likewise, to be the people of love, mercy, compassion, and grace that you call us to be, who boldly and courageously stand up for what's right, love people boldly and courageously enough to do what's right. Help us to be that church. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Again, you're listening to The Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest is Dr. Vita Mall, the author of Stolen Voices, Speaking for the Ones in the Womb. Uh, Vita, if you'll pick up there where you left off in the last segment
1: there. Yes, I was uh, reading a a poem uh, called Ripped Apart, a -hmm. baby uh, being ripped, uh, I mean, being aborted across from a church. Mm -hmm. So God gave this baby a voice to let the, the church know. Um, that, you know, they have to do more, Um, you know, in our communities, uh, especially in the minority communities, um, there are a lot of abortion clinics and um, and many babies are killed and it can be stopped just by prayer, intercession, um, outreach, um, just different things that uh, people can do to reach out to these women uh, and men and to just let them know that they care. And then there are other resources uh, like pregnancy centers and other things that they can um, do, and they don't have to kill their baby. Mm-hmm. So um, I just, you know, it's a commission to just tell the people a call to action to let um, the community know, especially the, the the people of God, that we gotta we are the voice for the voiceless. God is calling us to do more, especially um, to stop abortion, mm-hmm. uh, and we all have our part to do. So you know, we need to get out there and 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 become more proactive. Would you, um, in this area.
0: Would you take time now specifically to pray for the church and for the leadership, pastoral leadership of churches and leadership period?
1: Okay. Father God, we just thank you, oh God, for um, our, our our pastors and our leaders and uh, Father God, I just lift them up all to you, Lord God. And um, you know, each and our last one of us that we all have our assignments um, to do in our, in our communities and you have called us to do, uh, to do our part, um, you know, in the church. So I'm going to lift up the pastors, oh God. I know that the church is under great attack and especially leadership. So I'm going to ask you that you strengthen them and that you empower them and that you give them, that you clearly show them and open their eyes and clearly show them what, what you call them to do. Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, that you will, you will quicken the hearts of your leaders um, and that you will empower them, especially in the areas of, 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 of fighting for life, oh God, that, that we will not become um, stagnated and we will not become silent in this area when you have called us to speak for those that cannot speak for ourselves, for themselves. So, Father God, I lift the leaders up. I ask you that you empower them. I ask you that you will quicken their hearts. I ask you that you will strengthen them. I ask you that you will speak to them, O oh God, that they will become the, the, the strong force that the church needed, that our nation need, oh God, that you will strengthen them and give them all the things that they need to do in this time and season, oh God, for such a time as this. Father, I lift them up. I ask you right now that whatever is attacking the church through our leaders, Father God, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you right now that you will... Father God, that you will, call, you will raise up strong leaders and, 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 and guide them and, and, and crown their heads with wisdom from above, Almighty oh God, that you, will, God, we will send them to the highways and the byways, O oh God, that you will, Father God, equip them and, and, Father God, give them the resources that they need, O oh God, to, 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 to be a pillar in the community. Father, I just thank you right now that the blood of Jesus, oh God, covers our leaders. And Father God, there be a wall of fire all around them, oh God, that you will, Father God, empower them and, and speak to them so they can, they can raise up more leaders out there, And in, in Father God, in, in the community. Father, have your way, Lord God, especially in the, in, the, in, 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 in the pro-life movement, oh God, that you will raise them up to be brave. And Father God, stand in the gap for the children in the womb, oh God, that you will heal them, oh God. Kill their broken hearts, almighty oh God, for those, that, for those leaders that have been, Father God, um, that have been hurt, oh God. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you, Lord God, that they will serve the future generations and they will stand in the gap for those that are being killed and, and destroyed, oh God. Hallelujah. Through the, through, the, through, the abortion, through the sting of abortion. Father, have your way. And we praise you and we glorify you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Peter. So were you going to share another poem from the book?
1: Yes. Um, I'm going to share a poem. Um, all right, I'm going to try, I want to see, I want to, um, something that will just empower not only women, but, um, uh, this is called, we cry out for all babies to live. Mm -hmm. It's like a intercession um, prayer, but, um, but it will speak to everybody. Okay. Uh, thank you, Lord, for allowing your precious babies to tell their stories. One day we will see them all sitting with you in all your glory. Mankind has hardened their hearts with their selfish laws that will take away the preborn baby's voice. For they have been silenced and society keeps aborting them without their consent and choice. Please overturn Roe and the legislation that steals preborn babies' birthright. Raise a standard against the spirit of abortion and put that enemy to fight flight. We cry out for all preborn and born babies to be shielded and safe. Protect these babies from abortion so they will not go to an early grave. Lord, we overrule the laws of abortion that was written from an ungodly political realm. We stand in a gap for all preborn and born babies so abortion will not kill, steal, and destroy them. I de- we decree that we decree that they will walk in the land of the living and will see the day of their birth we pray that you will give them abundant life so your purpose they will fulfill upon this earth and the scripture that goes to the, with this is leviticus eighteen twenty-one. Mm-hmm. never give your children as sacrifices to the god of Molech by burning them alive if you do you are dishonoring the name of your god i am the lord
0: mm-hmm. powerful powerful thank you so much for sharing now, you know, one other thing I wanted to say about your book is I, I, in your book, you beautifully put quite a few pictures of ultrasounds throughout the book. And, you know, I've never seen a book that quite did that sort of, well, I, I've never seen a book that did that, but every ultrasound picture you include is a beautiful picture of a baby. So, yeah. again, I appreciate you. They
1: were donated, actually. The, um, were there's they? a story behind that. Mm-hmm. I uh, I had put out a Call for um, women to donate ultrasound pictures because I wanted um, I didn't want it I didn't want it just to be um, just a random person on the internet. So these are um, babies that were um, were conceived. Some of them were babies conceived from rape. Mm-hmm. Some of them, um, the, the 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 ultrasound that opened the picture where the baby is actually um, this. There was a woman that had um, um, problems conceiving. She had IVF. So. She actually showed us where the conception is taking place of the baby. Hmm. Um, So all these pictures, all the ultrasound pictures are real babies. Um, I mean, from mothers that I personally know or women that just donated their ultrasound. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just such a beautiful um, uh, outpouring um, that put this book together. And I have resources also in the back of the book. Uh, for women who um, need um, financial help and who pregnancy uh, resource centers and just different resources, and I also have a a, a, a a chapter in the book. I mean, a part in the book where it's calling people to action. So this book is really um, it's just not just about poetry or, or babies crying out to be saved, but it also is a is a way for 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 women to know that they're not alone and I'm mm-hmm. we're here for them. Well, Vida, um, and they don't have to do this.
0: I'm gonna have to jump in here. Our time is just about gone. So but thank you so much for sharing beautifully from your book and just sharing your heart and your store. So we really, really appreciate that. Share one more time if someone wants to get the book how they can do that.
1: Okay. They can go to stolenvoices.net. Um that's stolenvoices dot net. Uh, that's my website, and they can also purchase it on Amazon or Lulu.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much again, and thank you again for being with us. And as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or if you're a person who's listening and you recognize that you've gone down the road of abortion, had an abortion, or maybe you chorused or participated or helped in one, and you recognize a need to receive the forgiveness of Christ as well. If you'd like to make the step of committing or recommitting your heart to the Lord. Today is a wonderful day to give your life to Christ, to receive his forgiveness, to receive his healing that only Christ can give. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, You rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In the Word of God, you told us, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live for you my entire life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we invite you to be sure and email us at Joseph at AFR.net. Again, that's Joseph at AFR.net. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Would you do that? Again, the email once again, Joseph at AFR.net. We hope to hear from you. Uh, Vita, thank you once again for being with us. One more time, share the website and contact information if someone wants to get in touch with you or to get a copy of the book.
1: Okay, if you want to get the copy of the book, um, so that's stolenvoices.net. Uh, and you can also go to Amazon or Lulu. And if you just want to simply reach out to me, if you need prayer or just want to, if you contemplate an abortion or, or just want to talk, um, my um, email is stolenvoices18 at gmail.com. That's oh. stolenvoices18 at gmail.com.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me today. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.